is hard closing the right approach for your customer base. That's what we'll be approaching this week on episode six of the Why How Yes Sales podcast. The Why How Yes Sales Podcast is sponsored by Jared James Enterprises and Jarja Media. Real estate agents have roughly a 90% failure rate, and Jared James and Jarja Media offer products and services that don't only help agents succeed, quite frankly, they help it, they make it harder for real estate agents to fail too. Uh, whether it's coaching to hold them accountable, a dedicated marketing rep to help create and implement strategies, transaction coordinators to help do the paperwork for you, or a CRM to uh, help you run your business. Jared James and Jarge Media have the tools you need to succeed at a higher level. Hey, salespeople. Welcome to the Why, How, Yes Sales Podcast, where I help you get to the yes the right way. Uh, I'm Red Stavstrom, and I'm here to help you fix any broken sales systems. Now, this is episode six, and I'm going to be going over closing techniques. When I wrote this intro, this is exactly the topic I was thinking of. When I wrote the very first time, I'm going to help you get to the yes the right way, and I'm going to help you fix broken sales systems, the topic I've had in the back of my mind since the inception and from the episode one when I uttered these uh, words out the first time was closing. So what do I mean by closing? Let's define it really quick just so we can get that out of the way. Um, by closing, I mean closing techniques. I mean the assumptive close. I mean the standing room only close. I mean the Colombo close. Any verbal trickery that people do in order to ask for the business, in order to make it harder for the customer to back out and say no. Um, you know that, is it your pen or mine that you wanna sign the contract with? That kind of verbal trickery where you don't give them the wiggle room to get out of it. That shows in my mind, I'm going to say this pretty point blank. If you are using those techniques, it's because you don't have faith in your presentation. The consultation that you did, um, you're not confident enough in the merits and the points that you brought up, and you don't feel confident enough that you built need and that you created the right emotions. Um, you don't feel like you've led the conversation the right way in order for them to say yes on their own. But for a long time and a lot of different genres that I've worked in a lot of the different sales jobs, I was taught closing is key, closing is key, closing is key. And in reality, Closing is nothing more than a roofing tile. By the time you get to the close, you should have already built the house. I hope you guys understand that. The close is nothing more than the final coat of paint, moving the furniture in. It's the last step to something you've done successfully all the way up to that point. And if you didn't set that foundation right the first time, it doesn't matter how well you lay the ceiling tile if the foundation is crumbling. Uh, it doesn't matter how good the coat of paint is if you didn't know how to sand the drywall the right way. Closing is one of the least important. In fact, most closes that I do is simply me asking for the business. Hey, is this something you wanna move forward with or do you have any more questions? 
That simple. By the time those words come out of my mouth, I have probably a 95% certainty which way they're going to answer it. You know, that's the key is I know the answer to that question before I ask it. I don't have to say, do you want delivery on Thursday or Friday? I'm willing to hear the no. And that shows a level of confidence, at least in my book, that doesn't your shark skin suit, your $80,000 BMW, and your Rolex watch can never buy. Um, that level of confidence that say, okay, take it or leave it. That level of indifference is better than any closing technique that you'll ever hear. So why am I so against closing? Um, well, quite frankly, I'm not completely against it. There are some caveats I'd like to add where closing is the right thing. If you know you're never going to see your customer again, get the business. Get them to, as Alec Baldwin said, get them to sign on the line that is dotted. Um, sometimes you need to push them, and I know how to do that with the best of them. But you need to know the environment in which you're pushing them. Car sales, push them, because they'll go to the lot two doors down and you'll never see them again. TV at Best Buy, push them because they'll go to Walmart. If you're selling a stock, push them because they're never going to look into the P-E ratios the way that they say they will. Um, they're going to go home and forget about it. In the event that it is a one-call close, okay, use the close. Um, you may need to push a little bit hard, but these are a last resort for a sinking ship. Um, understand that you should have built the need and built the emotion well before you get to any of these lines. I also want to make sure that you don't just jump on every single buying signal that you hear. I've had lots of people say, okay, follow the impulse curve, and when it gets to its height, that's when you close. Sometimes it's better to tango, and by that I mean take a step back in order to take a step, take two steps forward. Um, I'm not much of a dancer, if you can't tell by looking at me, um, but that's the idea: is know when you need to take the step back in order to take two forward. If you try to close on the very first objection that you hear, and, and I don't want to say objection, I should say impulse that you hear, you're going to get into a lot of cost issues. You're going to have a lot of people say this costs too much because you haven't built enough need yet. Um, so you're better off asking questions, building need, going down the funnel to see what implications there are. How big is the problem really? before you start trying to ask for the business. If you haven't figured out how deep the rabbit hole goes, you should not be doing hard closes. Now, I also wanna add a caveat to what I was talking about before. Yes, you need to do hard closes in uh, car sales, but understand the price you are paying when you are doing hard closes. If you are doing hard closes and you are doing all of these verbal trickery style things, 
it's probably going to hurt you on the customer relationship. It's probably going to hurt if you have a survey that's sent out by the manufacturer later. It's going to hurt if you're in real estate and down the line, you need to ask them to do something for you or you need to build a relationship or ask for a repeat customer or, or ask them for a referral from a family member. If you are relying heavily on these hard closes, you're hurting yourself on the long term. Uh, if people feel like they, if people feel like you tricked them into doing business, they do not want to work with you again. If they feel like they that if they feel like you tricked them into doing business, they will not suggest to their friends and family to buy from you. You're better off focusing on building the needs as opposed to throwing up a Hail Mary at the end of the consultation. Um, so for those reasons, I'm really against hard closing techniques. It's kind of skinning the sheep instead of shearing it. You're better off understanding that I may lose a customer in the short term, but in the long term, I'll get more and more and more customers because I'm doing things the right way. That is particularly true this day and age with Yelp reviews, with Google My Business, with the power that customer testimonials have. If you are pushing people in a direction to do business with you that they're not ready to move in, you're going to get resistance. Um, what's also going to happen is with that resistance, they're going to be harder to work with. Um, I can tell you almost every customer that I'm like, whew, I can't believe I got that one. I've regretted getting that one. All right, um, approach this from an abundance mindset as opposed to a scarcity mindset. Approach this from the angle that I'm going to get new customers, I'm going to get new leads, I'm the hunter who's able to generate business when I need to, and because of that, I don't need to manipulate people in because I've also got a farm of past customers that I could turn over and I could get fruit from there. Um, so I hope this helps. I hope this does, in fact, get you to the yes the right way. And it does help you fix the broken sales skills that your managers may have been pushing down on you for years, especially if you have kind of one of the old grizzled sales managers. Um, rather than push these closing techniques, just ask. That's all you really have to do. Just say, are you ready to move forward or do you have more questions? Nobody's ever been upset by that. Nobody's ever felt manipulated by that. Put the ball in their court and if there's more questions, you answer them. If not, take the yes or the no and figure it out from there. Um, don't scratch the bone and start chewing the marrow. Understand there's new chicken wings with more meat on them. Um, so uh, once again, this is Red Staffstrom. Um, thanks for joining me on the Why, How, Yes sales podcast. Thank you for listening or watching if you're watching on YouTube. Um, be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching there. Uh, be sure to review if you're watching or, or listening, I should say, on iTunes. Um, if you review the podcast, it really helps the channel, and I truly appreciate it. Um, I will look forward to speaking with you next time on the Why How Yes Sales podcast where I will continue to help you fix your broken sales skills.